All right, Sean, Tim, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Oh, I would love, love to say something nice to you right now, Chris Scheim, and greet you warmly. Say how much I enjoy working with you, how great mm-hmm. of a handicap you are, but you're kind of a dick. What? You Where got me excited. You got me excited about the Raiders. Oh. <laughs> you got you me excited, me, about, my Raiders excited about the Raiders. You got me excited about my Raiders. Oh. I had buried it. I had buried it. Said that over is done and over with. They got up 14 3. I'm getting excited. I'm counting my uh, future bucks. My DK. What's that? 16 3. 16 3. Uh, somewhere, though, well, two things happened. One, Carr threw that pick in the end red zone, which was just brutal. <laughs> I know, like Mac Jones, but that was worse thing Mac Jones done this year. Yes, uh, actually, uh, Raven, maybe that pick six that got overturned. Yeah, yeah, against the Jets, well, that didn't count. Didn't count. Didn't fair count. point. Fair point. You're right. That, that was an issue. And then um, our guy Costos. I don't know if he mentioned it with you guys today on the air. He did, he did say at one point on Twitter, <laughs> one of those games the Raiders keeping it too close. I can't wait to see how it ends. So he he called it <laughs> an hour and a half before it happened. It. But that flipping sucked. Shime Raiders ra- just win the game outright for the teaser bets. Future bet looks like it's again. Al- I don't want to say it now because now now it is dead. But it was alive for over eight and a half wins. Playoff team was alive potentially like fourteen to one or some ridiculous number. And you and I blame you because I hadn't thought about it in three weeks. There were three and zero. Oh, you brought it up Tuesday on the show, and now it's dead again. So yeah, I uh, screw you. Screw I gotta be you. honest with you. I went to bed uh, just after halftime, like just into the third quarter, and I'm like, oh man. I'm feeling good. We're home. Yeah, like, I, yeah I felt great. I, I had a nice uh, 10 to one same game parlay that was lined up for success because Josh Jacobs was coming back in. I was like, oh, awesome. Please, he could still play. Please. All I need is one more reception, which he ended up getting. And I'm like, perfect. Raiders score one touchdown. Yeah. They get to 20. They get over 22 points. And I cash on everything. And this is a great day. I'm in luck. Uh, this is a beautiful time. And instead, they decided to score three points in the second half and uh, allow two touchdowns in the final three minutes of the game and allow Baker effing Mayfield to go 98 yards down the field to win the game. Offsides, I, offsides on a punt, Shime. Offsides. And, and that personal foul call the for game. slapping the ball Would out of his been. hand. Stupid. I, dumb, dumb, they're dumb, a, dumb, they're, dumb, they're dumb. a they're a dumb team. Josh is a yep. good coach, but they're a dumb team. That is their sixth, sixth one score loss of the year. Yeah, how does Devontae Adams not have a single catch in the second half? A single catch. He oh. made two ridiculous catches. Oh, right, you were tweeting back. about it. Yeah, it was sick. Unbelievable. Yeah, a filthy, and yet he doesn't have a single catch in the second half. What are we doing? What are we Jacob, doing? Well, Jacobs was awesome. We did we had that peg. Fantastic. Didn't we? Yeah, we had yes, the carry thing pegged, which is good. That worked yep. out well. Okay, so I'm getting out of the way. Now I'm in, okay, in a better mood again. It's Friday right. afternoon. Refresh, uh, we're good. We're good, we're good. Uh, anything else for the people before we get going here? That's uh, Yeah, before we get into football, uh, just lay the lay the goals with the Bruins tonight at the Coyotes. Just make yourself. Swayman's in that. You know, Swayman's in. Yep, Swayman's in that. Yeah. I want to lay the goals with the Bruins. I also want to take the over. Over six feels like my favorite bet of the night. So that would be uh, ranking priority-wise, over six, Bruins minus one and a half. Will that be the only two bets you have or your other bets you're going to bet tonight? Uh, nope, that's the only two bets I'm going to have tonight. Okay. Uh, picks and props week 14. I was one and two last week. What is my season record, Krishan? Uh, let me pull that up on my phone because I was unprepared per usual. Mutt, you are currently 20, 15, and four on the season. Ugh. 
I am 19, 18, and two. So just right, barely so are, above 500. We're as a podcast over 500. Well, into, over into, week, yep. into week 14. Yep. Into week 14. We'll 39, 33, and six as a podcast. Pretty good. Okay. So you won two out of three last week. I went a t- an awful one and two. Uh, yes. I'm going to let you go first. And I, I got it. I replied to your pick. First pick you made yesterday with the word poop. Yes, you did. I couldn't believe you made this pick. I can't. And I'm going to, I am going to crystallize with one line when you're done. Lead us off, Chris Shine. That's fine. Uh, my first pick of the week, my, I will take the Detroit Lions laying two points at home for the Minnesota Vikings. And there is uh, a simple stat I would like to use. I would like to cite uh, Tyler. <laughs> okay. Tyler one stat. Fulgham. That's it. One stat. Yeah. One, one stat in particular. Tyler Fulgham had this since yep. the Super Bowl era. A team yep. with an 800 plus win percentage that goes into a game as an underdog versus a team with a sub 500 win percentage is 0 and 8 against the spread and 0 and 8 straight up. But there's only but it's, it's, that's a small okay strong strong number small sample yep. size keep going agree uh, cannot, second, that, cannot, that can't be the only reason you're betting this game if it is we should shut the podcast nope. down. Now. Uh, also okay. on top of that, uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. We'll be in this game. He was awesome last week. Sure will be. Uh, he is going to be awesome again this week. And the the cool thing about I'm on Ross St. Brown is he makes Jared Goff a top 10 quarterback in football. Literally EP, by EPA per play, Jared Goff is fifth in football when Amon Ross St. Brown is on the field. They convert at a ridiculous rate on third down, again, with Amon Ross St. Brown on the football field. And Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator in Detroit, is probably actually going to get some head coaching job looks uh, this year just because of the kind of game plans he's been able to carve up. Uh, He's had Jamal Williams has more touchdowns this season than he did his entire career in Green Bay. Uh, Offensively, this team is a juggernaut. And at home, Again, fast track at home against Minnesota. This is going to be a high-scoring game. You'd think you're going to bank on Kirk or uh, Jared Goff to make the mistake. I'm going to bank on Kirk Cousins to make the mistake. Give me the Detroit Lions. I'll lay the two points at home. So I'm just going to say it out loud, and you can respond. Okay. okay. You're betting on Jared Goff as a favorite. Yep. You are willing to, as a professional-ish handicapper, that kind of sort of recreationally. Yep. You are willing to lay points with Jared Goff. That is correct. Uh, I, this is this is very similar. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mutt. When you smell something fishy, it's because Vegas knows something. There was a reason. <laughs> there was a reason. Vegas knows. I love that. They, there, was, there was a reason the Dallas Cowboys were favored against Minnesota. And yeah. Dallas pumped Minnesota. There is a reason the Detroit Lions are favored against Minnesota. Because they know. They're going to get a ton of money on Minnesota, and there is a very good chance that Detroit wins this football game. I'm going to take Detroit and lay the points. Okay. Uh, I was shocked you didn't take the over here because I'm with you. I, I know that it's been bet up quite a bit. This, yeah. All, the, all these games in the in the Dome, NFC North teams, these two especially, Minnesota's pass defense sucks. So I, awesome. I hope – Worse than the league. I'm hoping there are some prop bets you're going to give us from this game later. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, my games are they're they're bad games, and I got some I got some weird picks this week. So I I I bet this at four and a half. If we're being completely honest, it's now down to three and a half. Give me the Jags plus three and a half at Tennessee. Um, Jaguars actually have a good rush defense this year. Shine thirteenth DVOA. Yep. Thirty uh, first against the pass. Like they they are a team that you have to pass against, and I'll take that bet against Ryan Tannehill getting points, and I'll do so because it just made official a couple minutes ago. Traylon Burks is out. Okay, so they're down to Robert Woods, and I don't even know what. There's a tight end of that team. Nick Westbrook, Akine, Ching, 
Chig Okonkwu, I believe his yeah, name is. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name. I know he's a thing. He has People like are... one catch for 40 yards every game. That's it. I'm not. I, I, so I get it. But I will take the idea of the Titans having to go to their passing game because they won't be able to run. Derrick Henry has been averaging like just over a, a yard and a half per carry his last three or four games. He has dominated Jacksonville, but he's not been great this last month or so. The Titans offensive line stinks. I looked at it. They're, they're rated really, really low by Pat Thorman over at Establish the Run. He has some 30th out of 32 teams, mm-hmm. uh, at least right now. Trevor Lawrence dealing with a toe issue, but he uh, is going to play. He's listed questionable. He said he's going to play. It's a little bit concerning to me. The Titans on the year have a, a negative point differential. So I can bet against, I can get, a, I get points against a team that can't throw the football. They are struggling running the football. Negative point differential, bad offensive line, and it's a team we like to bet as a dog. You and I are in Vrabel as an underdog, Correct. not as a favorite. So it's a messy game, an ugly game. Give me Jacksonville plus the points against Tennessee. Divisional showdowns late in the year. I don't mind betting dogs. In fact, you, your next pick is what I would have taken. It's the same sort of step. Divisional game late in the year, you're taking the dog. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense to me to take Jacksonville here. The only time I really want to bet on Tennessee to dominate a game is against the Houston Texans because for some reason, Derrick Henry has 400 yards and two touchdowns or 200 yards and two touchdowns every single time he plays Houston. Uh, outside of that, I don't want to bet on Tennessee as a favorite. So I'm totally with you here. I think Jacksonville is a good play. Um, what do you got for two? So my next pick actually is the uh, Seattle Seahawks laying now gotcha. three gotcha. and a half versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, look, I... I the Carolina or Seattle Seahawks should be favored by six points in this game. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't, I I think Carolina is not good. I say, I understand Sam Darnold came back and had a pretty good game last week. Blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. Uh, Give me the Seattle Seahawks laying four points. They're, they're fighting for playoff spots. This is a game they have to win if they want to even hope to get into the playoffs. And I think they can and will win this football game. So I'll take the Seahawks laying three and a half. Do we have a Kenneth Walker update? He didn't practice uh, yesterday, right? Yeah, so as of right now, it seems like he's probably unlikely to play. I, that honestly doesn't bother me at all. Um, we'll we'll get back to it in my props, uh, but there is a different player I want to target in this game. Yeah, I think they have a hard time running the football uh, in this game. If it's tra- I mean, DJ Dallas is also unlikely to play, right? So you're looking at Correct. Travis Homer and um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Oh, it's escaping me right now. I apologize. I don't. It's DJ oh, uh, Dallas, Tony Tony Wilson Jr. I believe his name is. Again, not familiar with his Tony work. Jones Jr. Uh, Carolina slightly better against the pass than run. Twentieth uh, versus twenty second. I, I get it. I almost took Carolina and went heads up against you because I was worried about the non Kenneth Walker thing for them. I do think you can pass on Seattle and the combination of Darnold and, and uh, DJ Moore and Terrence Marshall Jr. Uh, I'd be on the other side of this game, Sean, because I. I yep. I guess I don't believe in – I like that you keep betting Seattle. I love that you're obsessed with betting them and you want to bet them to make the playoffs. I guess to me, I think they're closer than the line indicates. And I, I bought a little bit more into Baker Mayfield out Carolina better, although last night I, I don't know what <laughs> – You the, have no was, clue. What the hell was – I, I, I think, I'm, I, I'm done with fair. that game. To be fair, I think Baker just he, – he I mean, he found himself in a spot with a great play caller, and I think that's kind of the difference there. So I don't – I love a lot of your picks. Uh, I do not love this pick. I would be on Carolina, but I don't want to go heads up against you because it really work uh, for the podcast. I will take a dog at home on yes, Sunday night. As your friend Rich Keefe says, who doesn't like a barking dog at home? Woof, woof. Give, me, give me the Chargers against your Miami Dolphins. Now, we are waiting on injury news officially, but uh, Teron Armstead just got back to practice finally yesterday. He's limited. Tyreek Hill is sick and did not practice at all yesterday. We'll see. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. 
A lot of guys sick around the league. I saw, again, that the Patriots had three or four guys sick. They don't play until Monday, so maybe that will help. But there is a lot of illness going around the NFL right now. But nobody in health and safety protocol. It's weird. The NBA still has that. What happened to the NFL South and safety? Uh, I would like league? to give you uh, an insider's tip, just so you know. Oh, sure. Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill was not sick. Okay. Tyreek Hill was in L.A. Um, for what, I'm not sure. But he was present at a video game company or an esports organization yesterday afternoon. Uh, he did a couple videos with them. He They posted a picture of him being there and holding a jersey. Uh, he was in L.A. at the 100 Thieves compound, the uh, sweatshirt I'm actually wearing. Um, really? Yes. He was, and I, I, wow. Danny, Danny Kelly of The Ringer was very stunned that Tyreek Hill was on the injury report kind of miraculously. I found the, uh, the 100 Thieves tweet. I sent it over, and I was like, uh, yeah, he, he wasn't sick. He's just in L.A. I don't know what for, but he's wow. in L.A. So you're, Tyreek wait, Hill, you're not, your obsession with video games has finally paid off on the show. Wow. Yes, it did. I sleuthed it out. Tyreek Hill was not <laughs> sick. He simply had the day off for some reason. It was a, I, I would believe an excused absence if they're writing him off as sick. Okay. All right. So we'll, let's expect him to play, but you know, who's also going to play is Mike Williams full practice yesterday. This charger pass offense has not been healthy all year. They're finally going to be healthy with Allen and Everett and uh, 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 Mike Williams back. Uh, Herbert's good. The coach is not good. I totally get that. Miami 23rd, DVOA defensively. LA is 16th. Like, I know how this happened, but the Chargers defensively had gotten better. They're finally healthy. Miami has given up the ninth most uh, fantasy points. I'm sorry, receiving yards per game, two running backs. I'll get to my props, but a huge game for Austin Eckler. And th this guy, Purdy, who played for San Fran last week, he came in and completed like 65% of his passes against the Dolphins. And they were all the short intermediate stuff. And I think the Chargers are going to gut Miami underneath. Huge game for Everett. Huge game for uh, Austin Eckler. I'm going to buy low on the Chargers, who are now 66-1 to to win the Super Bowl after going to the favorite start of the year. Give me the Chargers now down a plus three at home against your Miami Dolphins, Chris. Yeah, so you did it to me. I'll do it to you. Uh, this is my text response of poop. Um, I, uh, I, I got to tell you, I think this is a bad pick. I think this is a bad spot uh, for you. You're picking a team that is worst in the league at run defense on first down and uh, defense of passes over the middle of the field on first down. Uh, Tua leads the league on first down efficiency on passes over the middle of the field. Yep. Uh, Miami also, you've seen them on bad run defenses. Jeff Wilson has gone off, uh, and so is Raheem Mostert at some points, but more so Jeff Wilson than anything. I think this is, if anything, I would be playing the over in this game uh, at 52 and a half. I think both defenses can be scored on. I think this is a bounce-back week for Miami. There's no shot they're losing two in a row here. Uh, they, I, I, I actually wouldn't be shocked if this is a blowout uh, sometime in the third quarter. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um... I think I, I mean, okay, well, I, I, I owe you, I owe you a four pack of your favorite beverage. Like how many points will you give me? And let's make other yeah, time. Let's I, I'll give you, I'll give you the full, uh, I'll give you a full four. Uh, it, more than give you me said it. Half. Okay. You just said it's going to be a blowout. No, I said, I think there's a chance of a blowout. I didn't say it was. I said, I want, there's a chance it's a blowout. All right, fine. You know what? I'll lay five and a half. I'll take six. Five and a half. Final offer. I'll take it. Chargers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Double or nothing. You got Chargers plus five and a half. I got the Dolphins laying five. And no, half. you already don't do double or nothing. You already okay. won. I, 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 oh, you yeah. already set there. Fair. You already set there. So yeah, you win. You win. It's a fair exchange. It's and great. I it's win. Exchange. I get yeah. a second one. That's fine. We're like, we're like 15 key. We'll just exchange if, if I win. Yeah, that's fine. That works for me. I can do that.
All right, now you can go because you stole this pick. For, I cannot believe you always bet hey. favorites. You never take underdogs, and you stole this pick, so go ahead. I can tell you. Uh, well, there's a reason, I, or at least recently, there's a reason I like a lot of the favorites. Last week, uh, basically every favorite one in the one and four o'clock slide, slates, except for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, yeah. This week, however, I am going to take the Jets getting 10 points Love at it. the Buffalo Bills. Love it. Uh, there's Love a couple of reasons for this. One, the Jets already beat the Bills once. That was, by the way, with Zach Wilson, at quarterback. They have now since upgraded a quarterback to Mike White. Uh, and now they're 10-point underdogs. This is a game where Bills games are, outside of the Broncos, the best bet to pick unders in uh, across the NFL, which is shocking for a team that has such a good offense, right? They dominate because they, they suck the life out of the game. They have long drives, methodical drives. They're not... They're not that deep bomb it down team shine. They got the Patriots game. Remember they gutted those long, two long yes. guys at the end of the game for the Pats. But again, that keeps it closer than it may seem, yeah. right? The yeah. bills may dominate a game like they did against the Patriots, but the gap is far wider than the points may suggest. And I think the jets can keep it within 10 points. I'm getting double digits here uh, with a jets team that has something to prove and a really, really good defense. Uh, I'll take the points here. Uh, I cannot deny, I can't debate it at all. I would like the under in this game too. Uh, I yep. give the guys over at the Action Network credit. They've put me onto this late season unders bet when divisional teams meet outside. Um, so there's a bunch of under opportunities this week. This is one of them, but I like the pick quite a bit. It's a, they've already played before. I know it's a quote unquote revenge game uh, <laughs> for Buffalo after early this year, but it's gonna be a close game. I, I would take the points as well. Uh, the one favorite I'll take this week is Cincinnati, and it's a weird line. It's five and a half. And you said the Chargers-Miami game could be a blowout. This thing reeks a blowout to me. Joe Mixon is back. He was con The people I was going to play last week didn't play, got cleared this week. He goes up against the 31st-ranked rush defense in the NFL of the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati's pass defense, a pass offense now, has become elite. They're up to sixth in DVOA. Everyone's yeah. healthy. Um, Luan Arumo. What's that? Oh, your guy. Your guy. Yeah, my guy, Luan Arumo. Um. And I, it was funny. There was um, a report out over the after Sunday's game. Deshaun Watson, like he was confused by the uh, defense. I believe the Houston Texans showed him. Well, good luck in Cincinnati. He looked really rusty to me. Uh, so I want actually want to fade him this week, hoping people would bet Cleveland now that he's back and they can't have a win. And there was buzz about them before the year. I think your your Bengals, you touted on this show Monday or Tuesday yep. to make a Super Bowl run. I think they're going to stomp. The Browns at home. This is my blowout game. I'm going to lay the five and a half again. Quirky Bill Simmons, Vegas zone number. Give me the Bengals length five and a half uh, against the Browns. I'm a prop on the Browns side here coming up, but uh, they're, they're hot right now. The Browns have a quarterback who's played one game in two years. I want Cincy. Yes, yeah, so it's it's a weird spot. This is a game I will be rooting for you, but I have zero betting interest in because it's, it's really funny. Joe Burrow is a clean three and oh against Patrick Mahomes. He is 0-4 against the Cleveland Browns, which is a – Again, it's kind a, of a small sample size. I, I agree, but at the same time, for whatever reason, Kevin Stefanski and the Cleveland Browns seem to play well whenever they're squared up against the Bengals. Um, so it's just a game that I kind of want to avoid. I, it's not even necessarily that I don't believe in the Bengals. I do. You it's do. A, you pout them for a Super Bowl run. Of course I do. But it's a little bit of points there. I think I would actually be against you if Jacoby Brissett was starting a quarterback for the Browns. But because it's Deshaun Watson, I think that actually goes in your favor. Oh, if um, Brissett starts this line as six or six and a half, by the way. Yep. There, there, there's at least a half point or point baked in for Watson. I'm, I know it shouldn't be, but there is. Yeah. And I'm with you. Brissett played well. His EPA was actually, 
I think top 15 in the NFL. Yeah. He was not bad when he played. Yeah, that offense in general with Brissett at the helm was good. And yeah. so uh, I, I think this would be a different bet for me if it was Brissett. But because it's Watson, I'd lean your way, but I'm going to stay away from that one. All right, so my three picks, Shime, are going to be Jacksonville plus three and a half, LA plus three against the Dolphins, and Cincy laying the five and a half. Lay out your three for the people. I got the Detroit Lions minus two uh, versus the uh, at the Minnesota Vikings. Or no, I'm sorry, at home for the Minnesota Vikings. The Seattle Seahawks laying three and a half against the Carolina Panthers. And the Jets plus 10 at the Bills. All right, why don't you go first on Prop Shime? Uh, I'm trying to find an updated one in that Browns game. So why don't yeah, you we'll start? go right to that Lions game, um, yep. the Lions-Vikings game. I want I, I want all of the Amon Ra Brown stock I can get. Yep. It's 83 and a half. I know it's a high number. We talked about it yesterday with Devontae Adams being at 87 and a half. Those numbers are high. I want it. I'm going to take it. I'll lay the pull. I'll lay it. I don't care. Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown has been phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. He is probably the biggest steal of that draft based on where he was taken. Yep. Uh, and, and he is quite possibly one of the best receivers in football. Um, and he proved that he showed it last week. They're at home. That fast track in Detroit uh, leads to a lot of points, leads to a lot of yards. That's good opportunity for Amon Ra. Uh, so I'll take the over 83 and a half on him. And I actually want to take the over 23 and a half receiving yards for KJ Osborne. I know that's wow. kind of a little bit of a weird angle, but again, the fast track I think plays to Osborne. Born, who's a bit of a speedster Kirk has kind of been okay with throwing him the football a little bit lately uh it seems like Thielen is just old and so they don't want to burden him with a crap load of targets if they don't have to uh and so I think there's a good opportunity for Osborne to feast on a uh, on a Detroit secondary that isn't very good I think this takes maybe one pass for Cousins to uh complete to Osborne to pass this number so I really like getting it at 23 and a half and I have one from that game as well. I want to bet the team total on Minnesota Shine over 25 and a half points. I think it's okay. a shootout. I think they're going to uh, – Detroit's secondary is better. Their defense has played better as of late, but it's still, I think, susceptible to the passing game of Cousins and J.J. and, and a Hawkinson revenge game, yep. uh, which I'll also get to in a second. I guess I, I'm sorry. I have two bets from that game. Okay. Uh, 25 and a half team total over, hoping we get into the 30s for both sides of this thing. Um, and I want Hawkinson over – 40 and a half receiving 48 and a half receiving yards. It's a high number for a tight end, but a revenge game and B Detroit defense third most fantasy points this year, two tight ends. I think cousins is going to try to get Hawkinson involved. I I'm, I'm silly. I'm stupid. I buy that revenge <laughs> game stuff. AJ Brown revenge game narrative was real. It yeah. was real against Tennessee. Oh, that so was very real. I am not dogging this one. Hawkinson toiled away with bad teams there in Detroit. Give me the over 48 and a half receiving yards for Hawkinson and give me the team total over 25 and a half for the Vikings. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, Seattle game real quick because it's another game that I have a couple props in. Uh, I want the DK Metcalf over 69 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I think they're nice. Uh, very nice. Uh, but I also think that they're undervaluing DK and Tyler Lockett right now. I think both of them are good plays uh, in this game. I mean, you saw last week they both had over 100 yards. I think Lockett had nine catches. Metcalf had eight. But Metcalf, Gino has shown a propensity. If he sees Metcalf in one-on-one coverage, yeah. zero problem just putting the ball his direction because he has a lot of confidence that Metcalf is going to win it. And Gino is playing such good football that he's putting it in a position where Metcalf can win 70 to 80% of the time. Um, and so I want to attack that because I think Metcalf is going to have more of those downfield one-on-one -on -one opportunities. Uh, so I like the over 69 and a half there. And like I said, Tyler Lockett is also getting his share of catches. I want to play his receptions number, which isn't currently out right now 
Yep. Um, so I, I, I'm going to wait and see if it's anything like five and a half, like over five and a half is really what I'm hoping for. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to take the over on five and a half, I think for Tyler Lockett. Yeah. I have one of those two that's not out yet, but should be out now that a player has been listed in my other one is my favorite, uh, of my three, I guess, four prop bets, three and a half. Cause again, one line is not out yet. I want all the, the Austin Eckler stuff against the dolphins. I like his over 44 and a half yards receiving. I like his over 48 and a half yards rushing. I think he's the key. And he had a he basically had a floor game last week. Like he, he should have been way more involved. They didn't involve him as much as they should have. Mike Williams back. They're gonna have to focus on him in that Miami defense. They're susceptible, like I said. Go look at Purdy's numbers. Uh the San Fran quarterback came in for Garoppolo. Look at what he did against that Dolphins defense. I think Herbert can do that with Austin Eckler underneath. So I am a big fan of the Austin Eckler stuff, and I'll be playing him quite a bit uh in daily fantasy uh in a single game, unfortunately. Uh, Island game there on Sunday night, but I'll be using him as a captain on DK for sure. Um, I think he's going to have a monster game against a Dolphins defense that gives up a lot of underneath stuff. Uh, I, I have a prop in that game as well. I'm going to go Jeff Wilson over 40 and a half rushing yards. Again, the number's too low, and it's an overreaction to what happened last week. Last week, everybody is probably yelling at me, Shime. Jeff Wilson had one carry last week. I'm I was. Well, I'm, I was. I'm well aware of that, but he was also on the field. I think he had like 18 snaps and only got one carry. And that's because Miami was playing from behind and forced to throw the football. Uh, And it just, it was, the game was not going their way. However, the Los Angeles Chargers are historically bad against the run. Like the worst we have seen in 10 plus years against the run, uh, especially on early downs. Mike McDaniel will exploit that. He's smart enough to see it. He's good enough to game plan for it. This is a big Jeff Wilson Jr. game. 40 and a half is too low of a number. Uh, I'll give you one more that's not out right now. Um, as I just, I, of course, while we're doing this, I get the text that Morgan Wallen tickets are now off the wait list. As we're doing this. Oh, tough. Tough. Wait list. Oh. Uh, waiting in line. That's fine. Um, You're in the queue. Uh, D- David and Joku got cleared today. Mm-hmm. He's going to play against the Cincinnati Bengals. There is no number there. Shine. If the receiving yardage total is south of 36 and a half yards, I am betting the over David and Joku okay. reading Mary Kay Cabot uh, this week in the Cleveland Plain dealer who does a very good job covering that Browns team. She pointed out that one of the reasons why Deshaun Watson may have looked off kilter is he really didn't have a great tight end. Harrison Bryant. I know he won a Mackey award. He's just fine. And Joku's an athlete. He's teased the last couple of weeks. Going to play, not going to play. He's in. I'm going to be invested in David and Joku overs. Uh, if he does, play. he's going to play in this game. Once they post it on DK, if you're listening to DK, please post that. So I don't have to DM you later on this afternoon. And Joku overs against the Bengals. Yeah, I think that's a fair play. Uh, my last uh, prop bet for you here, Mutt. Uh, I'm going to go to that Tampa Bay San Francisco game. Uh, you got a young. Mr. Irrelevant quarterback playing for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Uh, give me Christian McCaffrey over four and a half receptions. Check down, check down, check down oh, all yeah. day. Like this is. Uh, what's, the, what's the juice on that right now, Sean? It's currently minus 140. Uh, so I yeah. kind of expect that yep. number to bump up at some point. I if it does, yeah. I'll still play over five and a half. Um, I, I, I'm willing to lay it, uh, with Christian McCaffrey. I just think he's that good. Uh, and I think he's going to get that many targets in this game. I, I don't think he's going to be able to run a lot successfully, but the check downs are going to be real. So give me McCaffrey over on receptions. So the, I gave you my three and a half, I guess, with the Njoku stuff still waiting. Anything else for you, Sean? On the nope, side? that's it for me. I got uh one, two, three, four, five with the locket, uh, receptions kind of in waiting as well. 
And since we'll talk again Monday before Patriots and Cardinals, uh, two things have happened real quick. We'll do three minutes on this and get out for the day. Um, Vance Joseph, like, le- legit mocked the Patriots in his press so conference. Funny. So funny. He was asked Bad about idea, the offense. But so funny. It, I mean, but it's so true. But it the way true. he said it, like, and it's not even a motivator, but it's just a reality and a reminder. It's, this is more talk radio than it is the gambling side of it. The Cardinals have no respect for the Patriots, and the league had no respect for their offense right now. But the Patriots are really sick. Myers not a practice today. Uh, yeah, but he was in concussion protocol. What's that? Myers is in concussion protocol. Uh, but then sick. you. But then there's there are a bunch of guys sick. McCorda even said it on the Greg Hill show. Yes, there's something going around. Period. Because guys are like wearing masks in the building to try and help themselves stay healthy. And so you're looking at guys like Jalen Mills uh, on the injury report, Jacoby Myers with the concussion, Isaiah Wynn's still on the injury report. So uh, the Patriots are definitely dealing with something going on in there. I told you early week I was leaning Cardinals and sprinkle the money line. Like I'm I'm not leaning anymore. Unless something changes between now and Monday, that's my play. I'm and I don't bet a lot of Patriot games. We've talked about a tough team to bet this year. Yeah. Uh, Not a fun team to watch this year. Cardinals plus the two at home. I know it's Kingsbury against Belichick, a massive mismatch, Eclipse adult. Um, Cardinals the play for me. That's yeah, my, not only am I lean up, but I'm making that play right now. I'm barring a change. That'll be what I pick on Monday. We'll go through the props, obviously, Monday morning, but I'm on Arizona plus two. All of the history would scream lay the points with Belichick totally. between Kingsbury. Oh, I know. I know. It, it, it's, it's weird. It's between Kingsbury being awful in the second half of seasons, dating back to his Texas tech days to uh, the Cardinals just being awful at home in general. But then like, I think about it and I'm like, well, Patriots have sunk against mobile quarterbacks. Well, the Patriots are dealing with all these injuries and sicknesses. I, I'm leaning Cardinals at this point. Me too. Uh, but there's, it's a, a fun week, fun week for, t- I wouldn't say it's not as, it's not a great slate like last week shine, but there are yeah. some good games to to pay attention to. I think the Sunday night game might be the best game of the bunch. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely Pittsburgh. think that Miami Chargers game should be a really good one. All right, if you're watching this live on Twitch or on Twitter, we ask you to subscribe to the podcast, Apple yes, uh, Podcast. What's that? I said, yes, please. Please, please. It's all you can do. It's a free yep. podcast. We don't get, you know, trust me, we are doing this for you. We're not doing it to get rich uh, no. right now. Uh, how you can help us out is subscribe, rate, and review. Apple Podcast, Spotify, or the Odyssey app. Find us there. Subscribe to it. Get it every day when it's out there. You can also follow us on Twitter at BetQLBoston. So you don't know if you're running yet tomorrow. I don't know. Currently questionable. All this training. All this work. You're like Rocky. Run up the stairs. I know. But you know what? I'll be there. And I will still enjoy it. I'll enjoy the uh, environment. And I'll make sure to enjoy the concert and the beers afterward. So What's the concert? Uh, the It is a band, a local band called Ripe. Uh, they will be playing right there at Cisco uh, starting at one o'clock. So are they good? Uh, they're pretty good. I've heard a few of their songs. I like, I like ripe. a lot of them. So like yeah, RIPE, ripe. like uh, my, this fruit is ripe. Yep. Uh, they're graduates of the uh, Berkeley college of music. Uh, they're, they're, they're really good. Nice. Well, what yeah. kind of, what, jo- what genre of music? Uh, almost kind of like your, mm, like your indie pop rock kind of lane, almost like your Kings of Leon kind of, Alley, so in that area. Okay. Well, so I want to uh, give send me a quick video tomorrow. I want to see what these this band's like. Definitely. You're, you got it. You're going to forget. You're going to get in the air, drink some beers, do some running. I got you. Uh, Shine, excellent job by you, buddy. Have a great time this weekend, whether you're working uh, double shift tomorrow morning or <laughs> uh, you're going to be up at uh, Greg's event. We'll talk Monday for Patriots Cardinals. Thank you, bud. Sounds good, Matt. See ya. See ya.